Hey, well done, my people. How are we all doing this morning? Yeah, it's been a while, though. I'll be honest, you know, I missed you guys, I missed the vibes, I missed everything about us. Speaking on what we really love, which is music, of course. Um, today, sadly, what I wanted to do was that I was going to actually type up on this album, you know. It's more or less a throwback to how I feel concerning one of the most conscious and uh, revealing environmental albums that has dropped, if I'm not mistaken, in the past three to four years, African-wise, Nigerian-wise, Afrobeat-wise. Now, I was going to put on my medium, but my medium has been acting up. I don't know, I can't write. I'm trying to create a membership that telling me my trial has expired. So make I pay money for this country where Bonner Boy, they tell us as things be. So I just chef out, I free him. So you make I just, you know, speak up on it on the Anchor app here. So, you know, without any further ado, we'll be talking about African Giant today. And we all know how, you know, conceptual, and we all know how influential this tape was when it first dropped. It's more or less, you know, looking at one of the best albums that had dropped in that year. That was 2019, 2018, if I'm not mistaken. One of the best albums was supposed to win that Grammy, but as God will have it, did it be twice as tall, deservedly. So, yeah, we all know who Bonaboy is. We all know that Bonaboy's real name is Damini Ogulu, a super talented and skilled artist from Nigeria, with gold from Portacourt. He's been on the verge of this stardom stuff after he dropped them, that hit, Like to Party. I think that was in 2012. Then ever since then, it's just been progress and constant artistic revention from time to time. You know, a lot of passion and his influences actually uh, uh, come out from a sound from raw Afro beats, you know, dancehall and reggae fusion, as well as a blend of uh, rhythmic melodies. But Bonaboyba, he has been able to serve us, uh, you know, a niche, able to give us this sound where he talks about real life experiences that makes his uh, that makes his musical. He makes his musical output full of content and at the same time is groovy. You know, uh, without uh, wasting any more time, we all know how African giant affected us at that time. You know, easily for me, easily one of his most conceptual and socially conscious albums. He took his time to make that tape. Even I can believe in his headspace, he was not even in the same space. You know, he was thinking different. He was in a different stratosphere when it comes to the musical you know, writing, of course. Blending with a lot of authentic Afrobeats and uh, fusing where necessary. For me, this tape remains one of Bonner's most cohesive and consciously appealing music. You know, um, this album actually speaks on the ills of society. You know, he's able to consciously speak up on how he views his environment and how his environment retaliates back to him. You know, from, from the fact that there are melodies involved to take you back uh, to, uh, to to great to greater styles or sounds like uh, Fela the Great Legend, then where he crosses over with features from Stilimali, Future, YG, to show you that this man is one of the greatest cross pollinators in the whole musical industry when it comes to Afrobeat for sure. You know, um, you know, without any, without stressing, I don't want to even talk too much. You know, I was supposed to write this, and I really enjoyed the writing, but as God will have it, you know, like uh, let me just go to the main tracks that actually got to me. You know, like this track, uh, Waiting Mango Do. You know, he has this resurgent and uh, spirit resilient anthem. You know, where he talks about, uh, where he talks about how it's, it's, it's difficult for an individual to go through life seeking for his or her own goal. And then, you know, he's, empath- he's empathizing with, uh, with the common man in this lyrical output here, where he's talking about, uh, how it is to even get a daily income or like to get a daily sense of living 
when it comes to his nationality. No, he he's he's saying uh you know like na empty bellow na make man they feel somehow waka waka no resto I think I should even play that song. You guys should just chill. Give me one minute, I haven't played that song. I don't know why he's not playing. I want you guys to feel the groove as I'm you know I'm talking about it. Waiting man goody. Only good day for Madam to the cook or woman. What is when I when I was actually going through the lyrics and I started to understand what he was saying. Like it's going to be money for Madam to cook Ogbono. Like what can man do? You're picking safe in girls go school. Waiting man go do. He's also exclaiming about uh, if the money day we go faji. <laughs> so it's, it's not as if uh, we can we shouldn't take his word for it. But he's also describing in detail about the struggles of a man figuring out his life. You know, on how he's going to actually go forward. You know, in this conscious environment we find ourselves in in Nigeria, which is the beauty of this album, you know, is the fact that he is he is socially descriptive. That what makes it what makes it a very special for album for me. Now, a mainstay here in this album is the originality and the and the authenticity of Bonner's conceptual content. The fact that he he uh, he tries to divulge his words in pigeon. Yoruba shows the rawness and the depth of the African musical elements he portrays in this album. You know, he, th- that's a keynote, of course. Then uh, there's this particular truck uh, where he talks about how man will fight for money, man will fight for woman, man will fight for business, man will fight for nonsense. Isn't that the actuality and reality of where we face ourselves in? If we are being honest, that's just the truth. That's what we find ourselves in. The situation we find ourselves in Nigeria, from constant de- trepidation to constant trepidation. So the whole thing just, uh, if if we are looking at it as at then, you, you can tell that uh, as much changed. I, I don't believe so. So uh, you know, it's, uh, and the truth is, uh, you know, going to another track that I like, it's uh, it's actually funny how the next track uh, on this tape is named after one of the richest men in Africa, which is a uh, uh, what do you call him, Dangote. I don't know what's wrong with my this thing. Nothing is just playing. I think I'll just play sequentially. So we just go back to the one that was playing. So about the richest man in Africa, and then you know before he sh- then he uh, he's talking about how Dangote is richest man in Africa, and then he he goes alongside to showcase the perennial struggle that uh, a living man faces in Nigeria. Here, Bonaboy speaks on the hard work and dedication he has put into his craft, and how he won't stop, considering that the richest man in Africa has not ever stopped making money. Then who is it to stop? You know, in the bigger picture, you know, it tells a relevant story on the necessity to apply consistency to achieve any goal, you know, you put yourself uh, to amidst the contradiction of the given environment you find yourself in. So now, uh, the chorus says, Dangote, 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 still they find on you. I know they, I know they, I know they sleep on the money. He's talking about, you know, who, who is he going to be to sleep on that kind of money? Like, you know, when the richest man still hasn't shut down his eyelids for years, then who are you not to, to strive? Who are you not to persist in what you want to do? You know, another track that gets to me there was a collateral damage. Now, on collateral damage, he continues to vent on the aggressive and corrupt nature of his society, which is still painstakingly apparent till this day. He says... Ambassador go the chop, and governor go the chop, and president go the chop. When they say make we jump, we go jump. You know, what he's saying here is those ones at the top, they are the ones enjoying life, living fat while the others down below are suffering. 
and when they give orders, we are left with no choice but to follow up. If not, they come down and harass us. So he even vents religiously and describes in a poetic manner how spirituality has not morally structured society yet. You know, he says, No before here with them born Jesus. My country, the problem is past Jesus. No, he's talking about, you know, even Jesus that came, okay, fine and good. Jesus wasn't born here. Jesus was born in Israel, was born in, um, if I'm not mistaken, Jerusalem, you know, of Hebrew descent. You know, Jesus that we acclaim that is our God, you know, true Christianity. But yet, society has not even been morally upright to the point of where we accept this Jesus and play by the rules of Jesus, which is peace, love, kindness, you know, fruits of the Spirit. I don't want to divert too much. You know, he's speaking on the ills of the legals legal sect in society that are supposed to be protecting life and property but yet they continue to harass and trepidatiously atrocize the society which is very bad so he says my people self go they fear too much if they fear the thing where we no see if i remember that's how he sang it <laughs> say fight for your rights you go they fear police go slap you you go they fear he now says police they slap you well well you know and it's true I, for all, I've had that experience before where, um, wait till I do, the police don't wipe me two, three times, don't be say once, don't be twice. Nothing you do, they never ever say to you, whoop, they don't slap you. <laughs> you know, they blow my mind. You know, it's, it's talking about, you know, there's so many tracks here. And hey, the song is not finally playing. We have, we have gone for, forward, forward, but it doesn't matter, we we'll just keep on vibing. Now, another track I like so much is another story. I'm actually looking out for these relevant songs that send clear-cut messages to how we view, you know, society, even till this day. You know, another story is a very expository, you know, uh, track. As much as it is historically relevant, because if you notice from the intro of that song, he talks about, uh, uh, I think there was a particular man, what's that guy's name? Is it Chidiki I, I googled it. I, I, he's actually a writer, a narrator. But he's a, he's a Nigerian, but he's not Nigerian-based. I think he, he works in America also. He was talking about the history, about the Royal Niger Company, how we sold our, our rights, if I must say, you know, our land to the Royal Niger Company. But the Royal Niger Company is actually still in, in date till now, which is Unilever. And if you go through society, Unilever have branches over the whole world. Unilever is actually American or England, if I'm not mistaken. But they have Unilever Nigeria, you have Unilever Ghana, you have Unilever in different countries, where they still continue to portray neocolonialism in whatever they still do. Which is still sad. No, he's so Bonner here laments on the struggles of society. You know, he says that you know for widespread decades there have been lies about how Nigeria, you know, about how we view Nigeria. About uh, so people are, are even oblivious to the fact that there was even a such thing as a Royal Niger Company. We buy milk, we buy milo, we buy Nestle products. Now Unilever. So he's talking about uh, the atrocities of the nation. You know, so he says uh, we, we probably should not keep on. Uh, playing a fool and i like the verse by a uh, manifest you know it shows that there's this same issue be it in nigeria be it in ghana it's an african issue you know it's what we have gone through that kind of thing you know uh he says uh, he, uh that's bona he's saying they want to tell you tell you another story you stuff and stuff like that you know since 1960 then they play us why you so sad but that's just how we face society here now the series are you must understand that Bonaboy is a, a very diverse and talented artist. You know, he's a wizard at making Afrobeat, if, if I must say. Because for the fact that he's able to fuse in other elements to still stick to the point of his message and still be able to give you those groovy melodies that you enjoy on the dance floor or maybe you're with your girl, you know, in a particular vibe or in mood, shows you the diversity 
you know, and the skill that he he, he acquires in him. You know, on tracks like Show and Tell and Omo, he's talking about uh, his love for a certain type of uh, lady who is heavily vested in, you know, she's making him long for her, for her love, you know, uh, on that particular track. That's on Omo. And then on Show and Tell, with, with the crossover track we feature, you see Bonner in a different musical t- territory. That's why I call him a cross-pollinator. You know, shout out to Pitchfork. I, I got that phrase from them, man. <laughs> that was mad. You know, he's in, he's in musical territory where he's showing his influences from the R&B side of uh, the musical uh, aspect. You know, he says that, uh, like, because he actually was influenced by people like Naughty by Nature, influenced by people like uh, Big Pond, if I was not mistaken. You know, from that what makes him one of the best cross-pollinators because he's able to give you that African authentic raw Afro beat that we, you know, we move to, that we hear social social messages from and then on the same time he's able to also veer off if i must say to to a different angle where he's hitting tracks with artists like future yg stevie mali and he's just I mean, demia mali rather and he's just vibing on a different level now concerning the production of this album i'll give a lot of props up to KLP. i remember KLP worked with him you know and as a i'm not mistaken aristocrat's foremost producer you know i won't say it's sad i'm happy for tells but uh KLP, KLP really worked with bonaboy on on this tape this deserving grammy tape i'll be honest I, I i think i know why they didn't give him this grammy it was just too black this album was just too black Let's just be honest. Let's be co- let's be consciously aware of where we are. Let's open our third eye to see things. It was just too black for them, but I believe this is one of the best albums Bonaboy has ever dropped till now. So he, you know, concerning the production, like I was saying, it's a uh, it's the use of technical Afro beats and flourishing fusions that makes it stand out the most. You know, people like KLP worked on on uh, tracks like uh, that. Uh, anybody, anybody is such a hard track. The one that played before this one, if I'm not mistaken, I mean, the one that played like two tracks before this one, where the, the that tom tom drum, that very evident. You know, it, it's it's very vocal in the production. You can hear that. You know, he's sticking to those raw, authentic Afro beats where Bonaboy wanted to be in that particular mindset of his at that point in time. You know, um, and then of course tracks like. Uh, uh, okay, no, 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 I made a mistake. Anybody was actually produced by Rexy, but then uh, the particular track that um, what they call him, KLP produced, that was actually very, very strong. That I was actually going to say because I was, I was actually thinking it was KLP that produced anybody, but then when I went to the credits, I said it was Rexy. I'm like, Rexy, Malia Music Rexy. <laughs> I want to blew my mind, Rexy. That will do I'm a piano mixed with street vibes and give Zanku them. That will just do that thing and just go. Rexy took his time to craft out authentic African beats for anybody, which was very, very hard. I like that intro. Go, 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 go. Then it came with the saxophone. So the whole thing was just, you know, it was resurgent for me. It, was, it felt like, you know, permit me to say, it felt like it was Fela doing something. I'm telling you the truth. Permit me to say so, so uh, I don't want to even waste too much time. I don't want to be like, this is just, I was going to write this stuff and I was going to bring it out in a clear cut, concise, precise manner. But uh, for the fact that my medium is messing up, I don't know about them. Just to conclude, just as Mama Bona had spoken about uh, the black skin beans and moving closer to our home, this album touches deep in the elements of the African society and certain, you know, certain areas that stand uh, to trepidate. Uh, you know, are uh, 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 veered off, they are removed, so to speak. But uh, musically, 
Bonaboya is a he vented on the skills of the society. He spoke on environmental happenings. You know, he was conscious while creating this album. And if and the sad part is that it's a shame that till this day, till today, these activities still carry out. African Giants, one of the best albums for me. I'll see you guys soon again. I'm planning to record um Fireboy's album. I mean, I'm working on the content already. It's going to be it's going to be detailed, way more detailed than this. So you guys enjoy your weekend. Yeah, bless up. <laughs>